0: To get off, Katie. It TikTok's way of saying go to bed.
1: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens! This is oh Sean and God. Katie coming to you hey. live from another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Adder, 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 adder,
0: adder, adder, Can you believe that that was at the the beginnings of 2020?
1: Right before we knew that the um, the virus came from Mars, we didn't know that then. We know that now.
0: <laughs> but Tiger King was like we watched. I mean, it was crazy.
1: Does the Tiger King still reign? No,
0: he in from prison.
1: Is Carol Baskin still guilty? Yes, mm-hmm. she
0: did it 100.
1: And what about the rest of the cast? What do you think they're doing?
0: That one guy was such a just a creep and snake oil salesman. The guy that wore like complete affliction gear.
1: Oh yeah, he was definitely definitely out there. But the guy was you know,
0: Lahu Zehur. Hey guys hey um sean tried to kill me so call the police
1: we're taking it a little easy at the beginning of the podcast here because (laughs) as we were setting up you don't see all the equipment but um there's this thing that we use to he uses well i mean the podcaster yes Mm -hmm. i use it so it's a a boom arm um and on it i attach you know something to check the color color cards
0: and and stuff while we set up yep so tell them what happened
1: well as i was moving it out of the uh, off the set uh it struck katie pretty hard and i felt really bad i it's, mean it made a thunk it did not make a hollow thunk so that's good i do have
0: brains yeah mm, brains mm. i but feel bad uh, I, I probably should have iced it i can feel it under my it was right here he struck me here
1: <laughs> right but it was bad
0: it was not nice yeah, yeah and that well, things I mean, like metal and heavy i didn't i know you didn't mean to you were like <gasps> you know Either way, it happened, and I didn't like it.
1: So. Uh, the first words out of your mouth were fiddle farts.
0: Fiddle farts.
1: That, I think I peaked. You peaked. Yeah, it
0: happens. All that fiddle farting around. No, I think I was like, I think I said
1: ah. Yeah, that was probably my first. You struck me. You yep. struck me right in the you head.
0: Struck me right in the head. No, I'm not a. I'm not like a screamer. Like ah. I just. I was like ah. Like because it hurt naturally. Um. Welcome back. We have some gifts. Do you want to get into the gifts first before we get into story time?
1: Actually, before we get into the gifts, mm. um, just some small things. Some um,
0: housekeeping? Housekeeping, yeah. you want Pillow? Uh,
1: right. Well, we're starting to plan out what 2023 looks like for OTDM. Oh, so, are we? Okay. Yeah. Well, the the format you and I were talking about, like, what are we going to be changing? What do we do? What are we keeping it fresh? What are we fresh. what are we doing? So that that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned for some updates. I know we're in December right now, so. Mm-hmm. Mm, Some things may be changing. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. So that's uh, housekeeping number one. Number two, on a serious note, Mm -hmm. is my microphone still?
0: You're peaking a lot. I am, right? I think you're talking way louder than you were when we warmed up.
1: Weird. Okay. Well, let me see if that helps. Yeah. Okay. Let me know if you hear it crackle. Okay. Um, In other news, uh, so OTDM is, it's kind of a close-knit little group of people, right? we uh we kind of come to get to know each other, our community. Yeah, and uh, there's wonderful people, people that are, <laughs> that are listening all around the world. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, I I just wanted to make mention of um, uh, Christy, our uh, Floridian yeah, correspondent. She
0: lost her grandmother recently, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, mess- I messaged with her on Patreon about okay.
1: it. Okay, I I saw that, and I just you know, condolences. I, I, yeah, I on felt our love. Uh, I felt uh, bad. The, mm-hmm. You know, especially around the holidays and everything but hopefully um christy's doing okay so
0: yeah i mean it's hard and it gets easier but holidays are just rough yeah i miss my grammy too this time of year especially because she loved the snow and her birthday just came
1: yeah so, okay yeah. christy well mm-hmm. um just uh, wanted to send out a little message that uh, we're thinking about you and hope you're doing well and um yeah
0: Mm-hmm. Sending, a... Oh, and speaking of our Floridian correspondent, yes. she sent us this amazing gift. Oh. Happy notes for 20, we can't open until 2023, but it's 365 reminders to smile and shine. I need that. She said it really helped her and she liked it. And so she sent it to us. Mm. And I thought that was really sweet. Thank you. So thank you, Christy. I won't, I'll wait.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? It I don't know. 2023. I breaking
0: my own rules.
1: Gee willikers. Oh
0: my God. I heard the funniest thing. I was telling you about this and I want to tell everybody else about this. A member of our community, Emily, who I chat with all the time, sent me a message. um, Or she sends me like funny videos and memes and things from the interwebs. And she sent me this one about Australians loving rules and loving limits. And because there's so many rules in their country that like when they don't have them, they don't know what to do. Oh. And I'll put, I'll send it to Sean so he can put it below. But I didn't realize that that's how Australians were. And she's like, oh, yeah, we like if we're told to wait in line, like we're going to wait in line like we and no matter if it makes sense or not, they're going to do the thing they're told to do. And Americans or North Americans are vastly different. Mm. We're like, I don't think so.
1: That's so weird. I, mean, I always I
0: to talk to somebody about this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought Australians were like rugged individualists who, th- you yeah. know, threw their hand up in the face of. They do not. Authority.
0: I have been informed. And if you are an Australian and you're like, that's not true, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you are and you have a funny story about it, I'd also love to hear about it. OTDMPod at gmail.com.
1: To simplify things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think we can look at it this way.
0: Okay. I'm looking at it.
1: Uh, in life, mm-hmm. there are two types of people. Okay. People from Ontario and people from Quebec. <laughs> yes. No, but. Um, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. There are people who jaywalk mm-hmm. and people who wait even when there are no cars around because you know the rules say mm-hmm. wait until the light changes even when yeah. now i first discovered this i didn't know this as a child but i moved or i lived in in montreal and we went to toronto for a, a visit mm-hmm. and it was i was actually with pj we went for a, a constru- hi pj mm-hmm. <laughs> pj my grandfather uh two uncles and my father okay and i it was like a saint louis i
0: would say a saint louis dude trip yep
1: and we go to toronto and and we love it it's great but pj and i we duck out. the hockey
0: team we don't love the hockey team
1: no but that's okay um, <laughs> i wish no. them all the best uh that's not true as as pj and i were at this construction uh convention we were like oh construction equipment you know it was kind of fun oh, kind for of the cool, first though
0: but yeah then i guess you get bored your kid
1: yeah and i think uh my dad probably told us to scram for a little bit, you know, like while they're talking to people on the yeah, convention the showroom floor. Doing
0: yeah. the schmoozing, schmoozaroos.
1: And so PJ and I go, and at the time I was into collecting vinyl records and I was always mm-hmm. looking for rockabilly music.
0: Okay. So that I'm like, oh, like this
1: will mm-hmm. be cool, different record stores, and, you know, I'll be able to, uh, you know, just dig through the crates for. And so PJ and I were walking around, but PJ and I are used to walking around in downtown Montreal where. You just cross the street if yeah. there's no cars coming, it's and like even New York. if there are cars coming, you just dodge them. You know, PJ, grab hold, and you, you know you, mm-hmm. you parkour across the street. And mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we're walking through Toronto, and everyone was just they would stop at the street and just stare forward, and they wouldn't budge until that you know mm-hmm. walk you know the sign came on. And or it's it like was,
0: wait, wait. They would wait, and then Santa they would Monica Walk sign too. is on to cross. Yeah, walk sign is on to cross.
1: As I've gotten older, I recognize that it's actually a good thing but at the same time mm-hmm. you know sometimes when you're at the at the street light and there's nothing going on and people like, are why waiting why am i waiting like, here mm-hmm. and then sometimes people will break the mold i want to break free you know and they yep. and they just they go for it they totally go and you're like it. should i go for it and you go to put one foot out into the street and you're like i feel so alive <laughs> and then you realize well i'm 47 and my knees hurt will i make it mm-hmm. You know, and you so,
0: to, you know, check the time.
1: And the other day I did this, uh, we were in Austin mm-hmm. and I stepped off the curb and I took three steps and I was like, I'm not going to make it. So I turned back.
0: Turned back. I turned
1: back. <gasps> I was such a chicken.
0: That's so funny. I mean, I think that I like to think of myself as a rule follower. Not like I like to like, I'm a rule. Look at me. Yeah. I just know that about myself that I, I like to do things properly. And I, but I also understand when things do don't make sense. Right. And then I get really frustrated by stupid rules, like especially at the airport. I would have never, I think I talked about this last time, but I just, again, for me, just humor me because I'm so frustrated still. When I was in uh, Salt Lake City, their airport made no fucking sense. And when I showed up to fly home, luckily I wasn't checking bags and I'd already checked in because I was flying Southwest. And if anybody's flown Southwest, you have to check in ahead of time to get a good seat. I was in group A, don't you worry. But anyway, Luckily, I'd already done that because when I walked into the airport, I couldn't figure out where I would do any of those things, checking mm. in, checking baggage, any of that couldn't see shit. And then I was like, okay, it said ticketing. So I go up the escalator to ticketing and it's just like TSA. Now your girl is pre-check all the way, baby, actually global entry. Cause like, I don't have time to wait for this bullshit. And TSA is the fucking worst. Anyway, also, I don't want to go through the scrambler. I'm not good for your jeans. I don't like that. I also, I want to take my shoes off. I just don't like any of it. So Sean and I, they're both global entry folks, and it says TSA PreCheck and Clear. If anybody knows, Clear is like another version of TSA PreCheck. But it's like,
1: run by the Scientologists. I think so. You go Clear.
0: Go Clear, and they give you the the ther. What are those things? Are theramines? What are the? I don't know. Scientology. They put them. What are the? Anyways, we don't know. The entities. Sorry, right. I, was, Thetan, I was drawing Nathan, blank. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Yes. Okay. So. I follow that sign and go in line and this lady checks my little, my boarding pass, TSA on my phone, says TSA PreCheck. I proceed. I get all the way up to the agent and the person who's there, there's like a clear person right next. I'm like, oh, I have to check you in. I'm like, oh, I don't have clear. I just have TSA PreCheck. And she's like, no, no, no. I have to check you in. I'm like, I don't have clear. I have TSA PreCheck. And she's like, well, then you're in the wrong line. I'm like, there is no line. Also. Where the fuck am I supposed to be? And she's like, you're supposed to be over there. So I have to go all the way out, all the way around, and back all the way through this windy fucking way, this stupid maze of did, chaos.
1: Did it take you right back to her? Oh, I would have died.
0: <laughs> but it was legitimately just next to her. Like, it was just the most yeah. frustrating. I was like, then when I walked out, the lady who checked my thing, I go, why'd you tell me I should go when it says only TSA pre-check? Well, most people with TSA pre-checks have clear. I go, you should have asked if I had clear. I was just agitated because it was just a frustrating situation. And I know I shouldn't have taken out on her and I didn't yell at her. I was just a little snippy. And then these two guys walked up right as I was walking out and they said, we have TSA pre-check. I said, you don't go there unless you have clear. I'm like, fucking people don't know. And the signs only say pre I was just annoyed. Do you know when just things don't make sense? Yeah. I thought that would have been a situation where the clear lady had been like, whatever, just go ahead.
1: What's with all the IDs that they're coming out with now? So there's your there's TSA, facial recognition. Check. Have you yeah. heard about this? Well, yeah, that's been going on for a while though.
0: No, there it's like going to be a new one where they're going to use that for your ID.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that remember you walk up to the machine and then it raises lowers and takes a picture of your face.
0: That's only for customs though.
1: But that's facial recognition. I'm just
0: saying that they're going to do that for all travel. Now. Oh, that's a little. I mean yes it already exists but yeah. it's a little hardcore hardcore parkour
1: i know and they they just so there's tsa pre-check real id there's clear real id we've which seen is,
0: that i don't even know what it is
1: so it's just been pushed back again by okay. another 18 months or 24 months because this each individual state mm-hmm. is supposed to be able to provide you with an id that is clear or no real id uh like Uh, not approved but uh it works with it yes exactly so you you're going to the real id database is that
0: almost like in washington because when i grew up in washington you could get your license and then around the time when i was leaving for college you could get a certain kind of license that allows you to go into canada it's like a i forget what they call it but it's like a special license in washington state Hmm. that they have probably in partnership with that border security i don't know i've
1: heard of this i think in michigan has it what's it called yeah people in michigan use that to get over the bridge
0: i'm sorry it's michigan michigan Mm -hmm. but yeah
1: yeah i don't i forget what that is it's like a speed pass you buy it at disney you get on the rides quicker
0: i'm gonna look it up yeah because i don't know but uh it but people have it right. enhanced in enhanced. enhanced driver's license or enhanced identification card, an EIC or an EDL from Washington State, Minnesota, South Dakota, Michigan, New York or Vermont can be allowed to travel to Canada without a passport.
1: Not Maine or New Hampshire. No, right?
0: none of that. Well, those must be the states that were like, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll do it. We love our Canadians. There's
1: so much ID and they want to know so Mm -hmm. much. I mean, I know personally that I had the iris scan done. You've had the iris scan done. No. No?
0: No, I don't have a green card. You have a green
1: card. No, but for your uh, licensure.
0: No, that was fingerprinting. Okay. Um, Live scan fingerprinting is
1: what it's called. Yeah. What does live scan mean? I have no idea. Okay.
0: (laughs) I just know it means.
1: We have some live fingerprints here.
0: And I had to do it in Texas too to apply for my license here as well. I had to go do the same thing.
1: I had my ear scanned. Which Apparently I find very bizarre. Yeah, your ear print is more uh, accurate than your fingerprints, I yes. guess, because you you can wear your fingerprints down. I don't know, but you...
0: Well, if you have calluses too, like if we worked in a more laborious job.
1: These hands are very soft. So soft like butter. They're also moist right my now. My
0: friend Kim's hands were super buttery soft. Yeah. You're like, your hands are so soft. She's like, I'm very... What did she say? I'm very diligent about my hand lotion.
1: Yeah, What is that <laughs> stuff that people do? Gabor or... They, they, they put like a glove on it has uh
0: oh that's back in the day um borghese.
1: borghese i was close
0: borghese conditioning gloves you put if anybody watched sex and city back in the day miranda talks about putting vaseline on her hands and putting her borghese conditioning gloves on
1: and i was like oh i want those aren't they just dish gloves that you smear a bunch of vase in
0: I don't think so. I um, don't even know what they are. I haven't I do have not owned
1: Borghese. them.
0: Borghese. Borghese.
1: Fine Corinthian leather. <laughs> you know they're corin- fancy from France. <laughs> they're fancy. Fancy.
0: Um what were we talking about? Oh soft hands. Mm. Soft hands. But anyway, um I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, oh okay. the licenses and the, the, the real ID and the blah blahs.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I just i mean, where does it stop? They just want more and more information.
0: It's too much?
1: I'm pretty sure Minority Report is happening.
0: Uh, It's too much? Yeah. I mean, they already have all of your stuff because of your green cardness.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: you have to just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. Question for Jules, who sent us a beautiful package full of all sorts of treats and yummy things. This was in my gift, and I'm not sure what it is. It did come in the same package of, like, because we have a gift here that we're going to open. However in my package there was this thing that i've been wanting to purchase which if you guys don't know there i think it was like a 19 year old or maybe she was younger but she created these hair ties it's pretty much like a scrunchie but it's made out of towel material and you put them around your wrist when you wash your face so that the water doesn't run down your arm and jules got me one of those and i'm so excited to use it
1: is it a pocket protector
0: maybe you put it in a hold your pins
1: I think that's what this is it's a pocket protector is this
0: what it is jules i need to know
1: either that or if you put three pens in and you wrote with one of them two of them would produce that's an what outline. i was thinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could also be uh no no
0: nope, it, it won't work that way. if you're at the opera you just use this <laughs> <laughs> i'll call you poke yourself anyway, have you ever
1: tried to use those opera glasses before
0: you gotta flip them around yeah like pretty woman you know mine's broken um. Let me know what that is, and then anything else.
1: Oh, did you hear about Donald Trump? What he's about all it? over the news? Not really. I, I just caught it on Twitter for two seconds, but apparently today. Oh,
0: he's back on Twitter.
1: Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I don't follow oh, him, but um, I don't either. I just
0: thought maybe that's what the news was.
1: No. Apparently, his companies uh, were caught for. Um, tax fraud or tax evasion or something so he owes 1.6 million dollars that'll teach him a lesson it's not him personally though he wasn't found guilty it was his companies there there was some sort of Hmm. scandal you know so twitter was all
0: all a flutter
1: yeah but anyways anyways i saw that and i was like oh he's guilty of something interesting you know and then Mm -hmm. in feel good news oh yeah i love feel good news a new writer tweeted about a low book signing turnout and famous authors commiserated, so this oh. was kind of interesting. I'll put Do the. Do people link. not
0: care anymore? I love
1: to get a book signed by an author. Well, she was—it was her first time. So again, a new uh, writer tweeted about a low book signing turnout and famous authors commiserated.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. So she's new.
1: -hmm. Yeah. Nearly 40 people had RSVP'd to Chelsea Banning's first official book signing at an Ohio bookstore on Saturday. Mm -hmm. She told the store owner to brace himself for a full crowd. But when the doors opened for her event, only two people showed up.
0: Oh, bummer. Yeah.
1: She said, for a while, I felt like I was throwing my book into the void and getting nothing, she told NPR. Mm -hmm. This felt like the last straw banning is the debut author of a fantasy novel of crowns and legends Hmm. the first book of a working trilogy that follows king arthur's children's blah 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 okay okay so anyways it was published in august but uh getting her novel onto bookshelves proved to be half the battle for the past few months
0: did she self-publish by chance
1: i don't think so i think she's published but banning has been working tirelessly on social media to market her book with little luck everyone knows this you know when it's hard
0: unless you have an audience already And it's even hard then, like, I mean, I haven't done book signings, but I mean, I guess we have attached to other events, but it does suck when people don't show up for your stuff. And I'm always worried about that. Even the thought of doing like speaking tours and book tours and things you are always like, what if nobody shows up? And it kind of sucks. But for those two people that were there, it was fucking awesome. Right. And my favorite author back in the day came to Third Street. There was this Barnes and Noble they're not in there anymore because nobody buys books in stores anymore, unfortunately. But on Wilshire and 3rd used to be this huge, like three-story Barnes and Nobles and that had a Starbucks in there. And Lori Notaro did a book signing there, and I love her stuff. Her books are hilarious, and she's my favorite. And so I went with my old books and my new book to get her to sign them, and, and it was really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I was excited to meet her. and
1: I love getting books signed. I I always, if I know... Uh, the author or if I have the ability to get a book signed by mm-hmm. the author I love it to me it's like this is a special copy
0: yeah and I mean she all that's what she does is she's a writer I'm sure she has social media I don't follow her on it maybe I should but she there were maybe like 40 people that were there mm-hmm. it was a nice turnout it wasn't overwhelming but all the chairs were pretty much full and I, I'm I can't imagine having only two people show up so who who commented and what people oh. what did people say
1: uh, okay, so she was discouraged and bummed and felt bad that the book owner had opened his store for yeah, her. Yeah, I would know. too. The next day, in the spur of the moment, Banning tweeted about what happened with the intention of possibly de- deleting the tweet in a few hours, she mm-hmm.
0: said. Yeah, because you, you put yourself out there vulnerable and you're like, man, that kind of sucks." Yeah,
1: she wrote, in quotes, uh, only two people came to my author signing yesterday, so I was pretty bummed about it, especially as 37 people responded going mm-hmm. to the event, kind of upset, honestly, and a little embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. But that night, instead of taking down the tweet, the tweet,
0: the tweet,
1: yeah, she started. Gosh, I can't read right now. She stared at her tweet in shock as a math of. Look at me. Do you want me it's, to read? No, it's because I don't have my glasses on.
0: Why don't you go get them?
1: Oh, I just, because of the reflection and the oh. lights and everything. Um <clears throat> She stared at her tweet in shock as a mass of authors, including some of the most renowned novelists in the world, replied with their own experiences of low turnout. She stayed up until one a.m. in complete shock, just watching what happened. Um, among those who responded were like Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, uh, Robin Hobb. Uh, How would they Jody find Picou- her tweet? I wonder. I think it just it went viral. Um, but like Margaret Atwood, Cheryl uh-huh. Striad. yeah, I mean they all they all chimed in. Which I think for anyone who who puts themselves out there, if you get kind words from people, it it's really, uh, it's really helpful. helpful. Yeah, and then especially if you know, she's just at the beginning of her, her mm-hmm. journey as an author. And then for people who in all, you know, for all intents and purposes, don't really, maybe don't really care that much about her career. Don't really know of her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I hadn't heard of her, Yeah, you know, but
1: they, they kind of picked her up when she was feeling low. And I thought that was wonderful. That was yeah. my good news of the day.
0: No, that is really good. And I, I mean, I know how much energy and effort goes into creating a book. And it made me feel bad when I wrote my first book. It made me feel bad for anybody who ever received a bad review right. on their book. I mean, unless they had a ghostwriter. And in which case, whatever, that's their own fault. But if you put all your energy into it and then people don't like it or people don't show up, you you feel pretty vulnerable. And it you do you are kind of embarrassed. If You know, I can imagine like, Ugh, it sucks to not be popular, <laughs> at least even a little bit. But everybody does go through that, I think. And it's kind of part of the growing. And you can't you can't let one situation take you down, you know?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Banning is still processing the outpour of support she received in the past few days, but she has learned one lesson so far. It's okay to have feelings. We're not alone in this. But lo- don't let them hold you back. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that was a nice message. And Banning said she's now looking forward to her next book signing event.
0: Good. Cool. Hopefully people will show up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It, it's it's a tough world out there you know
0: yeah and i wonder if people don't do i don't know how things are now because i haven't done an event other than like speaking at schools and stuff but um i don't know if people turn out for those things still i've never done one before like i said other than on top of a speaking event i've never really done like a book signing like in person Mm. so i don't know if people show up do you guys show up do you like those things i don't know
1: I think they're important, you know, to connect with your community, whatever your community is. If it's people who like the the same author as you or uh, music or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's it for uh, In the Good News. In
0: the Good News. I have In the Getting Old News. It somehow hurt my back. Oh, no. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's terrible. But I don't even know how it happened. I know when it happened. It was something to do with doing yoga. But I do it all the time. So it's weird. And it's my low... I already had that like sore muscle. Maybe that's why it got exacerbated in some way, but I had no, do you know when you know you've hurt yourself and you like either hear a pop or you feel like, and you're like, oh no, oh no. Every time I've hurt myself, that's been the case except for this. I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened. I know roughly what caused it, but I couldn't tell it. Like if you guys watch me do yoga, I don't do any fancy crazy moves it's not i don't do any anything I, d- I don't even do real push-ups i put my knees down like i'm not so
1: can i tell you what i think is going on
0: what sean's a doctor he got mm. his medical degree online last night
1: mm-hmm. uh there's either a small gremlin that is living in our bedroom that you know beats kicks me up in, at night in your hip yeah now. or i think that your piriformis nerve is trapped is pinched
0: but then the how do you described I, it how do i get it unpinched
1: yeah. Uh, so remember what I went through?
0: Do I have to go to a chiropractor or a doctor or a physical therapist or something?
1: You know what I find? I should
0: probably go to a professional rather than take your advice, but I'll listen to
1: yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just the way you were describing it sounds like what I had going on like several years ago.
0: Oh, when you had to get that injection and stuff?
1: Mm-hmm. But I waited a long time to get it taken care of, and I didn't know what was going on. I just kind of limped. Remember?
0: Yeah. I don't think mine's like yours because I, tr- I don't have trouble. Like, I don't like... Sitting doesn't hurt it, yep. but if I rock, yep, there. Ooh.
1: Ooh. I so, just lean
0: back for those just listening. I lean back to a certain level and I lean forward to a certain level and it hurts. Hey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what I found helpful was Instagram and uh, the physical therapists on Instagram. There's a couple that were really helpful once I knew what was wrong. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went to the doctor and they told me that, oh, it's your piriformis nerve. And so uh, once I knew that, I looked it up on Instagram and there were PTs basically walking you through. Uh, I think I'm just gonna make
0: do. an appointment with a PT. Yeah, yeah, and get like actual professional help.
1: Oh, I think that's a good idea. But I'm just I'm saying that f- for for me in that instance,
0: Sean so likes you are like my grandmother. What's that? You like to do your own thing and not do what the what the actual professionals tell you.
1: No, I did Re- remember once they told me what was going on.
0: We didn't go to a physical therapist.
1: No, I didn't have to. Oh, because. Uh, basically remember i did the mri and then after yep. the mri i went to um
0: you had to get the shot in the butt
1: yep they mm-hmm. gave me all the the, the steroids and cortisone and, all that. Mm-hmm. and then it kind of went away on its mm-hmm. own and what they said is if it flares back up again go to the pt um mm-hmm. and from the pt you're going to tell them it's a piriformis mm. uh, nerve that is uh basically trapped or agitated and oh. so it was basically some very easy stretches and it hasn't bothered me since so but i
0: do those stretches all the time that's what's crazy to me because with yeah. yoga i do like cobra stretch or not cobra stretch i do do cobra stretch but i do pigeon pose a lot which yeah. is like where your legs in front yep that's i do figure four which is like the lesser figure four of leg that. lock oh it's just called figure four but oh. i'm sure okay. um I, if you want to call it that i guess i've never heard it called that um and all sorts of like twists you know like to stretch my butt i do like you know all sorts of stretches i don't know
1: mm. anyway well i hope it gets better soon i feel bad for you i'm gonna go see no someone should live in
0: you know it may spend one day but i don't like it and i won't stand for it and i'm gonna reach out and see someone soon all right i was just looking in our insurance to see if they cover acupuncture and it
1: is unclear what what does acupuncture do in all honesty
0: um, I'm not an acupuncturist, but I had it for my chicken wing inc- incident from many years ago, and it was amazing. And essentially what they do is using trigger points within an, a muscle. They tap a little tiny, or a bunch of them, but tiny little needles in. And that, because it's a needle, our body responds by sending some kind of endorphin Signal. or something in there, okay. and it helps relax the muscle. And sometimes they'll even make it... Uh, like vibrate to help Mm. it relax even more. And I'm going to look this up because I'm just speaking off out of
1: like, yeah, you know, I always hear people, they they swear by it. and So it's amazing. Once you do it, it's just, it's life changing.
0: Mm -hmm. And I
1: I don't have any real need for it right now, but
0: acupuncture points are believed to stimulate the central nervous system. This in turn releases chemicals into the muscle, spinal cord and brain. And these biochemical changes may stimulate the body's natural healing abilities and promote physical and emotional well-being.
1: Hmm i wonder so how old is acupuncture um i don't know it's really it seems like it's one of those ones that they've been doing for a very long time you know like thousands of years or you know
0: yeah well it's like an eastern medicine thing right
1: right but what my question about that is how are they getting needles that small or was acupuncture really crummy back in the day oh i don't know the ancient
0: practice of acupuncture started in china approximately three thousand years ago
1: how did they make needles that tiny? because you see them now they look like hairs right
0: yeah, oh. the first documentation of acupuncture that described it as an organized system of diagnosis and treatment is in the Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine which dates back to 100 BCE. Hmm. It shows the old
1: Those needles look pretty fine.
0: Yeah, they look pretty tiny.
1: Yeah. But I bet you they're even tinier now, you know.
0: Well, now they look like this. Like those little things.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, maybe I should get my own set. No, Practice no, no, on myself. No, 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 no right no no no
0: but anyway i'm i was gonna look into it and i don't know how much it would cost because i don't think it's covered by our insurance but i also need to look into physical therapy
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: and yeah so that happened and it's the worst you guys and i can't decide if i should ice it or heat it i honestly just don't know what to do with it so i gotta go see somebody somebody who knows better and that's not me
1: not me either Mm -mm,
0: not it (laughs) um okay what else
1: I think that's it i think okay, we're, let's open we're all our cut up yes
0: i want to just from jules and i'm excited it says a gift for otdm and pod and sean actually i guess you should open it what am i doing no oh, go ahead another one what is going on what is this jules what is this thing what is it oh,
1: oh. Ooh, very cool i was wondering so, if
0: i would wake the dragon because i made lots of noise
1: oh coasters so this
0: <laughs> northern soul keep the faith
1: oh that's cool because she's like from
0: it. northern uk i'd assume very cool manchester united hi roxy girl liverpool football club you'll never walk alone and Oh, Wigan Warriors, ancient and loyal.
1: Very cool. Very
0: cool. Thank you so much.
1: I dig it. I dig it. So, is this guitar related? Maybe because Taylor, Taylor guitars, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very nice. I'll, very she'll nice
0: message me. She's very reliable.
1: Keychain. I dig it. And actually, my keychain that I'm currently using is on its way out. I don't know if you noticed that it's kind of beat up. So oh, this is going to be. Perp- oh look, oh. it holds a pick. Oh. I found the secret. Very cool jewels. That's amazing. For anyone who's just wondering why I went, ooh, there's a keychain with a leather clasp, and you pop it open, and inside inside is a guitar pick holder and a sweet, sweet guitar pick.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, and oh cool it's personalized it's personalized it has his name on it that's very cool thank you jules that's so sweet
1: thank you very much very kind of yeah, you. yeah she
0: also like i said sent us a bunch of treats hot water bottles you saw if you follow me on instagram you saw it in my stories
1: very cool thank yes. you so much
0: so is this maybe this is guitar related
1: i mean if it's guitar related i'm just gonna be so embarrassed because i don't know anything about guitars i and... don't either dude and i took
0: <laughs> i even took lessons
1: it looks like so. a pen or a pocket protector to me.
0: It so. does. You let us know, Jules. Let us know.
1: Thanks for the kind gift.
0: Yeah, that was so thoughtful.
1: You may now have cake at my birthday party.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Spoilers everybody gets cake, but
1: that's okay. All right. Letter D- into time. Into letters? Let's get into the letters. Uh,
0: let's get into the letters. Let's get into the letters. Also, before I forget, we got roxy out of the borders the other day and i went to wash her and after i washed her i went to dry her and she just threw up on the floor and then she also threw up last night so i'm not sure i mean she's a dog and she eats everything on our walks like every shoot that has some of the is cedar we think it's a cedar shoot yeah and she's allergic and she turns red but she really wants to eat them anyway And
1: she's particularly pink right now. So I
0: think think that might be the. Also,
1: maybe being around a bunch of other dogs. Maybe she got a little dog. Maybe she caught the kennel cough. A little little tummy. (coughs) uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I know that she gets her own water bowl and her own food bowl. But whether or not they actually respect that, I don't know.
1: And they touch noses and
0: butts, all sorts of nasty stuff. That's why we wash her immediately upon retrieval of her. It made me feel good, though. She gets so excited to see us and she piddles a little outside when we pick her up. And I'm like, oh, she missed us. Okay. <clears throat> Into the letters. We have from our awesome Toronto contributor. It is entitled.
1: Wait, 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 mm-hmm? I'm just curious. Do you jaywalk?
0: Oh, Aaron,
1: let us know. Can you confirm or deny? Do you confirm or do you deny my story? About <laughs> Torontonians.
0: No. Do you jaywalk or do you Wait. Wait. For the notification and news. generally
1: okay. do people generally jaywalk there or do they mm. you know wait, wait wait
0: okay it's entitled would you go back in time dun, 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 to da, da, da. says hello katie sean roxy and the otdm family hi aaron it is Aaron, your awesome Toronto contributor here, and I am watching the episode where you talk about if you would go back in time to change something or kill someone to save people. Remember when we talked about killing Hitler or Stalin or something? If I could turn back time, ba, 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 ba. um honestly, my answer more than likely would be yes. I would probably, well, maybe. Okay, well, I guess there's a lot to consider. That's the thing is once you start thinking about it, you cannot help but see what you're really saying. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because none of us are murderers. So the thought of having to do that is really hard. (laughs) If you're just listening, he just looked really suspicious. Okay. But so, okay, well, I guess there's a lot to consider, but I know one thing for absolutely sure. If I could go back in time to change something in my life, I would, and I know exactly what I would do. Mm. Someone pivotal in my life was denied the right to have a sex change. This was back in the early 80s, and things were a lot different back then. This one clinic held all the power, and they said, no, you cannot be who you were meant to be. So if I go back, I would have to make it possible for them to have the gender-affirming surgery that they needed. It may it may have meant that I was not born, but this person would have been happier and probably would not have had the addiction they had or hurt the ones that they had. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, because there are certain pivotal moments you know especially if we were like abused or someone was harmed in some way you're like there are certain things that you think if you could change you know for a fact that it would be better
1: that's why quantum leap the show was so good because Mm -hmm. you got to see someone on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. go back in time and change things in his you know it was it was great well that's like early
0: edition same idea where he got the newspaper the day before so he'd go out and he would try to undo the things that could
1: happen where was the newspaper coming from
0: it would just be dropped on his doorstep with his orange kitty cat
1: but who did it i
0: who? don't know i don't think we ever learned did we i don't remember oh Mm-mm.
1: man i can't stand it when tv shows don't reveal the big the big questions
0: <sighs> sean that wasn't what the show was about okay maybe they caught him they anybody watch early edition you're like katie they oh is did- it
1: a bad person no when you say caught him
0: i mean caught who it was did he because he'd always look out and be like who Who?" and we'd never see who dropped it off
1: what if it was jesus delivering the paper you know
0: could have been our old friend jesus i'm not sure to be truthful what open
1: sandals hey that guy looks suspicious jesus (laughs) delivers my newspaper you know
0: i don't know i'm gonna look it up because i don't know
1: he's such a good newspaper boy that he you know the paper shows up a day early that's how good he is
0: oh okay um By the season's end, Gary, who's our main character, had begun to uncover some of the mysteries surrounding the paper, including confirmation that a man named Lucius Snow received the paper, too. I don't know. I'm reading into fandom. Have you Mm. ever gotten into Mm fandom.com? If you ever need a weird answer to a weird show, fandom's where you go. Oh, Um, Because people are excited. Now, I don't really... I don't really know. Okay. I'd I, I have to go through it all, and I, it's already way too much for me to partake. All
1: right.
0: <clears throat> but maybe we did know. Maybe we did find out. Did you watch early edition? Did we find out who gave him those early copies? Um, and that's it. Hugs from Aaron, the tr- awesome Toronto contributor. But I do think that sometimes, you know, there are certain people or situations that if you could change them, you know, it'd be better. And you're like, why wouldn't I? Mm. You know, but it is complicated because then you can you see all the ripple effects of of what took place, you know, the
1: butterfly effect exactly. Mm. That movie mm-hmm. scared me,
0: oh really? I never watched it. It was a little spooky. I mean, it seemed a little creepy, which is why I didn't watch. It. You know me, I don't like to be scared. Yeah,
1: you're a fraidy cat. I
0: am a afraidy cat. I just I think what it is is that I don't enjoy that feeling of being scared because I know some people do. Like you really like it or to some extent.
1: there's a movie. I remember watching two two particular instances, okay. in, as an adult. One when I was a young adult, and one when I was, was maybe like fifteen years ago. So it's mm-hmm. still a relatively young adult. The first one I was watching Lost Highway, which is a David Lynch film. Never heard of it. Yeah, and I was in uh, the the condo in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods. There's no one around, like nobody around. And uh, it was it was winter. It was cold out and, uh, you know, it's beautiful. You kind of see the the moon on the lake, you know, on the snow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sitting there, I'm watching this movie. It's just getting creepier and creepier and creepier. And at one point, uh, one of the characters says "I'm to, to a guy, he walks up to a character in a party. Mm-hmm. He walks up and he says, uh, you know, uh, blah, 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 I'm so-and-so. And the guy's not interested in the conversation. So he's going to walk away. He goes, do me a favor, call your house. I'm there right now. And the guy says, Pardon me? He says, Call your house. I'm right there right now. So the guy picks up his phone, calls his house, and they split screen And the guy he's talking to is at his house. Now, it may sound weird the way I'm describing, but the way they filmed it and the way the actor was, but I was why like, Why
0: is he at his house?
1: Well, I don't know. I forget. It was like <laughs> maybe murder or something. It, you know, he was up to no good, but it oh, was the just guy so was weird. A bad that, guy. Yeah, like the guy he's talking to at the party. Says, call your house, and he's there. And he picks up the phone. He's like, creepy. He's like, yeah. hello, you know. <laughs> uh, about five minutes after this happens, my phone rings, and I was freaks so, you the fuck out, yeah, because it was a landline at the time, you know, you didn't have cell phones, and um, so I was pretty, I mean, cell phones existed, but I <sighs> didn't mm-hmm. have one, and uh, so I was i was pretty weird out. Sean I had is a Cat well, in real life. Get, the, the phone was in the kitchen, and I was in the living room, so I had to. You Know, go through the dark area of the house, mm. and it's I don't not know the, the house. Dark area, yeah. I was pretty scared. <gasps>
0: well, that's like me as a kid. I, I've i told this story before, but in my house growing up, when you would want to go to the bedroom to go to bed, yeah, had, we had this like hallway not a crazily long hallway, just like a normally length hallway, right? And the light. Unlike our hallway here, we have a light a light switch at each end of the hallway, which is beautiful. But growing up, we did not. So you had to kick the light off and then make a run for it. Oh, yeah. And it was such a, a battle in my mind because I would be like, Katie, you can see it. There's nobody there. There's no reason to run. Where are they going to come out from? And then obviously, crazy brain is like, I don't know, a closet, the bathroom. Maybe they were hiding in your room and they decided to jump out. And so I would run. <laughs> as fast as possible to the bathroom to brush my teeth and stuff and keep that light on. And then I'd keep that light on and the door open. And then I'd go across to my bedroom, open that door, flip that light on, go back. It was a whole process. Right. And then my mom put a nightlight in the hallway and everything was better.
1: We are kindred spirits. I used to have to be, sometimes I would be asked Mm -hmm. to go down to the basement to get something. No, like from no, thank you. There's like canned goods or something, or I don't know, whatever in the basement. And you open the door. (laughs) You'd turn the light on you could kind of see downstairs it wasn't the brightest light like nowadays leds are what like seventy-five thousand million yep. watts doesn't you know but back in the day it'd be like a a, a, a yellow flickering. Yeah, know. hanging <sighs> from a <laughs> yeah. An extension a chain cable. that you go mm-hmm. yeah. i'm gonna make my way downstairs listening very carefully in case i could hear you know the devil breathing down my <clears> neck, <throat> neck you know and i get in there and i I'd, I'd look into the the canning room and I grab a can and choo, I was faster so than fast faster hit, than Ben Johnson hit, I was up the stairs
0: hit those chairs oh. those stairs
1: yeah Hussein Bolt not very quick
0: didn't even have a chance
1: did you know tell me then this is to get out of the scary land yes um that uh, we were watching the information on the cheese wheel rolling yes and apparently the champion the man who's won 27 times yes he ran down that hill, or he kind of fell down the hill, but faster than Hussein Bolt.
0: Yes. I mean, it is down the hill and they are kind of like falling slash running, but he is fast. He ran like 80 miles an hour. No, that's how fast the cheese rolls.
1: Yeah. No, he he did the whatever dash in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's, I'm just going to make it up. Uh, the 100 yard dash in 9.5 seconds. Hussein Bolt would do it in 9.7.
0: Yeah. It was and he crazy. was just that much
1: faster because he's downhill. He's
0: also super downhill, you guys. Yeah
1: anyways pretty wild
0: but i thought that was really funny i remember hearing i was like where did we hear that mm-hmm.
1: i could do it the same dash yep. upstairs if it was dark and i was scared of the three basement seconds. I, three seconds flat Max. easy katie yeah you're
0: Skipping underestimating two stairs at a time oh, oh
1: yeah because you know you're always worried about the hang going <gasps> and i don't getting, getting you, you from the, the stairs.
0: stairs
1: oh i hate those creepy. half done stairs creepy creeps
0: <laughs> don't like it at all yeah i still hate the dark yep But I have, I. what did I buy when we first moved into this house? Nightlights. Yep. I put nightlights out. Mm -hmm. So if you come to stay, don't worry, there's nightlights.
1: Also baseball bats. There's baseball bats underneath every bed.
0: So you can fuck somebody up if they come Mm knocking. No, 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 I say. Creep me out. Okay. (sighs) Back into the letters.
1: Sure, sure. That's a little tangent.
0: It was a tangent, but it's okay. Okay. This is from a fellow Katie. It says... It's entitled, Something to Do to Chapter 133 and Katie's new book, Heart Sign. Hi, Katie. It says, hi, my name is Katie. It's short for Catherine, and I am from Chile. Pretty far pretty far away, eh? Sorry if this letter is poorly redacted, but it's my first time writing in English. You're doing a great job. Oh, el español es mi lengua mer- pe- materna. That must be like your mother tongue, I guess. I was listening to the last OTDM episode number 133 and Katie was talking about a new book and I had something interesting to say. It maybe opens a new window for you. I am a late diagnostic autistic and ADHD just at the beginning of this year at 35 years old and I started therapy with a specialized psychologist for the TEA and what would be the TEA? Hmm. I'm not sure. I'd assume autism, maybe that's the autism spectrum disorder and pills for the ADHD and anxiety. So one of my issues was using food to make up for my sensory issues and regulation from sensory crisis that translated into headaches, a really, really bad mood all the time, anxiety for everything and not wanting to eat or speak almost every night. For the longest time, I thought it was an eating disorder. And now that I know how to regulate it in other ways, it has come down so much so maybe you want to look into that i might i have sent my proposal in and i'm waiting to hear back if they really want it haven't heard back from my agent i should ping jail just to see but that is a great point um i might have to add that into the diagnostic chapter where i could talk about like misdiagnosis Mm. and and this is a great this is like a great um thing to consider so thank you for sending it okay um, neurodivergence is a whole other world and dopamine deficiency has a big impact in what and how we eat. I love your podcasts. It keeps me company in the long close down of COVID almost eight months in 2021 in Santiago, the capital of Chile. And again, sorry for the poor basic English I have. It's all autodidactic. No, it did a great job. I, I, beautiful English. Better than m- mine, really. Do you know?
1: Uh, yeah, I fumble my words all the time, so... I People, appreciate that letter. Well written.
0: Yeah. And thank you for mentioning that. I'll I'll make a note and add that into that chapter. So, because it should, that's something that I usually address in most of my books. So I'll make sure to do it there too. Okay. We have a letter and I forget what his job title is, but I think he's like our correspondent of like space and technology.
1: Ah, uh, hello, Ben. Yes. I space, think- technology, and all things uh, Elon Musk. Yes. He's aware of... Uh,
0: We thought he was Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's entitled Stellar Explosions. Yeah, man. It says, hey, Katie and Sean, was just listening to your latest podcast and hearing Katie read very technical definitions of what a star is. (laughs) I did. It's basically a ball that is slightly flatter at the poles, but they use very specific terms that only mathematicians care about. Just to give you an idea, the sun is 1.4 million kilometers across. Wow. Wow. But the difference between the distance between poles and across the equator is only 10 kilometers. Oh, okay. So, okay.
1: So it's a donut?
0: Yeah. Essentially, kind of. There's no hole in the middle, but yeah. It's like flat and rounded
1: in the uh in the center of it, if you looked at the poles, the poles are pinched towards the center, is that it? and it radiates in a round like a mm,
0: he says it's basically a ball that is slightly flatter at the poles mm-hmm. so it's it does there's it's not pinched, but it's flattened
1: mm. kind no? of like an apple
0: kind of like one of those uh what are the apricots that look like a oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about
1: yeah why do they depict it as round all the time then mm. why don't they just show it for what it is?
0: I don't know. Maybe they don't like it the way it is. You know, people are so judgmental these days. (laughs) It's basically a sphere. No reason to say more. Sean is right in a sense that all stars are controlled explosions, much as a gasoline engine or a rocket engine is a controlled explosion. But there are true stellar explosions that happen occasionally. The biggest are known as supernovas or even hypernovas, but they are incredibly rare. In the last one, oh, the last one we have seen in our galaxy was almost 400 years ago. Wow. These explosions can be seen for weeks, even during the daytime. So seeing one would be very exciting. Maybe we're due for one. I feel like lately we've been having a lot of, like, one in a 100 years, uh, you know, a certain kind of harvesty moon. or You know what I mean? I feel like we've been having.
1: On this harvest moon.
0: I feel like we have a lot of, like sky things happening lately. I feel like there's always a new full moon, a different type of moon, or they'll say, you got to get out there because there's like something happening that hasn't happened in a hundred years. Do you feel that way?
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that i think through social media they they talk oh. about it a lot more you're, you're more, more aware, aware of it yeah it's not like there's new things happening per se it just um, feels that way yeah
0: i remember as a kid we would go out so we had like a above ground pool in our backyard okay and so we had a little deck off of it yeah and we would put our sleeping bags out there and watch the shooting stars oh i love that and so that was fun but i only remember that happening like a couple of times growing up and the only way that i knew about it i think was my parents telling me because they'd heard it on the news. Mm-hmm. And so you might be right that now because of social media, also because we're part of Austin Pedal Kayaks, I highly encourage you to check them out. They're really great. But they email out and they'll be like, it's a full moon. And they'll tell you what kind of moon. And they're like, you can do a night paddle, which is really cool. We, Although I told you guys this, I think, but I have to tell you again, because when I think of this, it immediately freaks me out. Kind of like the hallway where I know there's nothing crazy that's going to be there. In the lake, we swim in it all the time. I know it's fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. There's no like alligators in that area. It's down in San Marcos. I know there's alligators, but you know what I mean? It's not dangerous. There's no like warning. Look out. Whoa, there's probably fish and it's okay, but I wanted to swim. And it was dark and I was kind of scared. And I was like, Katie, you get in that fucking water and you deal with it. It's going to be okay. We know it's going to be okay. I get in the water. We sw- I swim around a little bit. Sean's in the kayak. I don't know if you got in the water for a night swim.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't have any problem with it. I'll go in the ocean at night.
0: No, I just didn't know if you did that time. I think you did. Well, mm-hmm. I think we both swam yep. around. And then we both got up and we brought some like hard ciders or beers or something. And we were like having a snack and, and having a drink. And we were sitting out there and it was beautiful because the moon is so bright it was really cool and then i saw a fish jump out of the water and i was like (gasps) i was like i can't get back in there (laughs)
1: just then you feel a clammy tentacle wrap around your foot no it's just a branch but you know but you you freak out freak out maybe it's nessie or the Ogopogo. pogo (gasps) Pogo.
0: you freak out okay anyways sorry ben back to your letter so the last one that we would have seen we're talking about supernovas or hypernovas We would have seen one about 400 years ago. And these explosions can be seen for weeks, even during the daytime. Remember? Okay. I actually hadn't heard of the largest stellar explosion that Sean mentioned. Looking into it, I believe it is the furthest we have seen a supernova. In addition, due to an effect known as gravitational lensing, where light is bent by gravity. Mm What? What? We were able to see the supernova, not only in the late stages, but even in the early stages, which is pretty rare. That's super cool. Pretty neat for understanding these stars. Thank you guys. Or thank you all. Thanks for all you guys do. Wow. I had a tough time with that, Ben, but thank you so much. And thanks for sending in your letter. We always like hearing from you. Okay. Oh my goodness.
1: It's happening? What's happening?
0: We have a letter from our Virginia correspondent. Uh-huh. It's entitled recipe and something else to be thankful for. Ah, it's from Tom. Hi, Tom. Hey, buddy. It says, Katie and Sean, I make this every year on Thanksgiving and on my birthday. Showing the buck is optional. Okay. It says prime rib recipe for a five pound roast.
1: Laid on You're me. You're
0: speaking our language, man.
1: I'm a vegetarian.
0: Cut two inch slices on the ends and put garlic cloves in. Loving it. Okay. I'm on board. Cover in olive oil and dry French onion soup powder. People use that for so many. I've looked up because um, you you like your what is it that we have in the fridge that you want to make smoked meat out of brisket. Okay. People have a lot of uh, slow cooker brisket recipes where they put do that too. They put that uh-huh. packet in. We have some actually. Three fifty for two hours. Take out when five to ten degrees from desired temp and cover in tin foil. Uh huh. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, dude. And then it's a hunting picture. It says showing the buck is option. I'm showing it. I grew up with hunting. I know Sadie Girl, another member of our community, grew up hunting. How cool, man!
1: It's not easy, and as long as you're respectful, yeah, um, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, if you if you get the proper tags and mm-hmm. you know you, you uh, abide by the Forestry Service, yep, yep. go I for think- it. The only thing that's uh, I'm a little scared of right now with venison, withering. yeah, the
0: weathering disease. Has yeah. anybody heard of this? we probably talked about it.
1: Uh, I think we maybe mentioned it, but mm-hmm. Jacob Kritzfield, I think it is, and it's uh basically a cousin of mad cow disease. Jacob, it's a person's Kr- name. Kritzfield. It could be the the scientist who discovered. It. I have no oh, idea. I was what like, who
0: would want that to be, be named be after them? You the got Jacob Kritzfield. <laughs> I guess Lou like garrett's Luke disease. Garek. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. Okay. okay. Continues. Dennis
1: Leary had a joke about that. He's like, "What are the odds that Lou garrett catches Lou Gehrig's disease? Bomb. 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 Um." Yeah, the withering disease. I'm kind of apprehensive about venison at the moment, just because you know you don't want to contract that. But I believe they
0: test for it.
1: Sure, they 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 test for it, but um, it it comes down to how you uh, butcher thing. butcher. It. Yeah, so if there's spinal tissue or brain tissue, the prions which i don't even understand exactly what prions do but the prions are where the uh where it's stored they're yeah and it's it's not a virus and it's not a bacteria it's its own oh it's like its own new thing kind of i don't think it's new but it, it it's its own category it seems of like, like life. i would
0: call it um a zombie problem mm. because they're almost like zombies
1: yeah basically they they lose motor control and um, oh it's they, like a
0: neurological disease yep. oh no. and it
1: happens to humans um we saw it jump from uh, bovine to, to humans, uh, I think in the 1980s, and they didn't know what it was. Mm. The first case, I believe, happened in like 84, A Of maybe. mad cow? Yeah, I could, I, be, <laughs> I could be getting this really wrong. But the, the point is that you, you don't want to have a neurological disease brought on by ingesting food, right? Yeah. so you got to be so, careful. Yep, and so- and butcher it yourself, maybe. Yes, exactly, and, and do it properly, right? Like And
0: get it tested, because they'll test
1: them. Yeah, you, I think most places now where it's shown up uh you can bring it to a
0: they'll test it because didn't larry say that they got theirs tested
1: yeah it makes sense yeah Mm
0: -hmm. it's rough okay we have another letter from our awesome toronto contributor hey and i'm excited already it's entitled oh and sorry tom we, I will use that recipe. Yeah, I'm actually very excited, and I feel like we should make that next week or something.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and also, even though I am apprehensive about venison, I still eat it. I just, I want to make sure I know. We who, just had some
0: last week, didn't yeah. you? Put some in the tortilla.
1: I did, um, so. but I also know who, uh, who shot the deer. I understand how he it got was it
0: tested. Yeah, and exactly.
1: So yeah. I'm just being more precautious. But thanks, Larry. If you have any recipes mm-hmm. for venison,
0: mm-hmm.
1: buddy, I'm all Send in. Send them our way. Yeah because i have a hard time uh cooking venison in a pan like you know searing it and well and the way not... that
0: i was raised is there's just one way
1: bread <laughs> it and fry it bread <laughs> it
0: and fry it quick and it was like yeah. out and sean doesn't like that way and i don't blame him that i mean i was like, don't but we want another way like we only have one yeah. way <laughs> and we always ate it only for breakfast mm. that's just how i was raised okay back to Aaron are we ready yeah yeah but thank you for sending that I'm excited this is entitled holiday foods and traditions you guys I'm so excited also I'm hungry so this is just meeting me right where I'm at says hello Katie Sean Roxy and the OTDM family hello quick note to tell you holiday foods and traditions I love traditions so much I think we did this last year too and I enjoy it so if you feel if you want to send yours in we're all ears at otdmpod at gmail.com. It says, at my stepmom's family, we had a couple of interesting things. Every holiday, there were these small like breakfast sausages and two heaping plates, one for each end of the table. Okay. I'm already excited. There are two types of stuffing. Oh, so this is, okay, it's breakfast though. Two types of stuffing and crunchy a crunchy rectangular one that was actually very good and a fluffier one that was more traditional for dessert there was a strawberry cheesecake thing that was pink on one half of the pan and had strawberry pieces and the other didn't hmm we always saved room for that recently i was on tiktok and this lady was like i'm gonna teach you my uh my secret family recipe or something and it was like strawberry jello pretzel and i was like bitch my family's been making this for years. No one's got any secret family recipes anymore.
1: Uh, it's a secret to me. What? You've had it. What is
0: it? It reminded me because Aaron said they had strawberries on top. Mm-hmm. So my mom makes, or whoever's making it, but there's, it's crushed pretzels mm-hmm. with some butter and brown sugar on the bottom. And that's the crust. Okay. Then you spread like a cream cheese, uh, cool whip mixture. And then you put strawberry Jello with the strawberries in it on top. Mm. Call it strawberry pre- strawberry pretzel or strawberry Jello pretzel.
1: Seems to me that there's cookbooks from the 1950s and 60s mm-hmm. that uh, these recipes come out of. You know,
0: oh, 100. She was just saying it was a secret family recipe. I was like, like, no, it's not.
1: What's the one? It's green. It's in a bunt bundt cake. You know, and it's Jello and it jiggles, I don't know those. We didn't make and those. It has types tuna fish in it.
0: Tuna fish.
1: Yeah, tuna fish Jello wiggle mint jelly or mint jello or what? jello mint or something You know that
0: reminds me there's this girl I, f- I follow on tiktok that is going through a 50s cookbook and right. there's something weird she had to cook with like olives and tuna in jello and she yeah. took a bite and she was like nope
1: yeah they used to do things like that they're like what else could we put in jello i don't know that's terrible yeah that's hot ter- dogs in jello Ooh, you're like terrifying and terrible mustard flavored jello and hot nope. dogs and it's nice because you put a little bit you suspend some herb in there you know no that's like not nice dill hot dog with lime and the hot dog doesn't get crispy no thank you
0: i don't like gelatin that much I
1: know.
0: we used to make strawberry fluff and i actually do like strawberry fluff and my aunt belinda makes it the best what but is it strawberry is fluff? strawberry uh jello with strawberries cut in it either fresh or frozen whatever you have just All right. depends and you make the jello in a pan just normal but like i said as many strawberries as you want i think the more the merrier but you do you then you break it up And you throw it into a bowl, or you can cut it into cubes. Once
1: it turned into gelatin?
0: Yep. Once it's all set. Congealed. And congealed. You put it in a bowl after you cut it up, and then you throw in a thing, of Cool Whip, and you mix it all together. Oh, wow. And sometimes you can put nuts in it. I also, my family used to make one with pistachio, and I thought it was very delicious. It was like pistachio fluff stuff
1: Hmm.
0: with actual pistachios on it. I'll have to ask my mom for that one, because I don't know what that one is.
1: Do you know what a good use for uh jello or gelatin is? What? Um aspic? If you, what is that? <laughs> it's
0: like meat jello. <laughs> oh.
1: oh yeah, that's on. Yeah, jello it's, with it's meat. It's very Russian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh synchronized swimmers, they put it in their hair so that it holds their their hair in that's place. That's not right. yeah you can't
0: be. That's not correct.
1: Yeah, gelatin in their hair. What? Yeah, when I was not, in high school, my first I, we girlfriend... We swimmers her, in
0: our community, so...
1: Her older sister was a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a synchronized swimmer, and I think they went through, like, tons of gelatin. It was, it was a thing. I think you're making this up. No.
0: So how do we keep... How do they keep their locks in place when splashing around the pool? This is for synchronized swimmers only. Yeah, is that what you and, said?
1: Yeah, and this is... You're, you're fact-checking me? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Of course. <laughs> They use gelatin. We don't wear swim caps. I d- I was thinking under a swim cap. I was oh, like, why no. would they?
1: No, they have a hairstyle, and then mm-hmm. they put gelatin in to hold mm-hmm. it. Yes, because I guess hairspray doesn't work underwater. We
0: don't wear swim caps. Swimmer Maria Koroleva told Vogue, "When we compete, we put Knox gelatin into our hair. It's like unflavored Jello. We mix it with water, and it turns into a gooey mixture, and it holds our hair together." Yeah, I don't know. I why thought it was would... under a a cap and i was like why would they do that but yes
1: okay they should use flavored jello
0: that's very fascinating because
1: then the pool would taste good right especially if you're when like the last team eyes. to go oh yeah
0: we don't want to be colored
1: <laughs> so that could be the problem yeah i guess so but anyways uh,
0: yeah interesting
1: my my brain is full of useless facts
0: but at least it retains those useless facts so that you know. can share them can with the world pull it
1: out like oh something from when i was 14 <laughs> years old just oh bloop, yep. fluttered to the top of my head
0: i love it okay sorry, Aaron, we got off way off track. So the dessert thing, that strawberry cheesecake, they would always save room for that. I don't blame you. I love my strawberry fluff. I love strawberry pretzel. Uh, yum. Along with cookies and other treats made by, um, Eve, Cherie's mom, my stepmom, or Cherry. I don't know if her name is Cherie or Cherry. I'm not sure how you say it. Um, who was in her nineties. Oh, Wow. Unfortunately, since Cherry or Cherie died and her mom passed, we don't see that part of the family anymore. You should bring those foods back if you want them, if you have the recipe. I think that could be really great. Also, I just remembered when my Nana was alive, she used to make these treats for my mom. Dates with a nut, I think almonds in the middle, rolled into powdered sugar and placed in a glass, glass dish with a lid.
1: I like it. I mean, anything with dates.
0: Sean loves dates. We went through that, almost that whole huge pack from Costco love we'll to get another one
1: when i was a kid my mom used to make dates with rolled oats and brown sugar so the that would be the crust that would go on top
0: do you bake them or anything yeah
1: yeah yeah oh mm. it was good date squares mm.
0: wait so it's not a whole date it's like chopped up yeah and you're yeah mixing it was like mixed together gotcha. and then
1: there would be a crust when you
0: said rolled in it i was like wait a minute
1: uh, no rolled oats oh. with brown sugar i didn't do a very good job of describing it
0: that's okay i i'm following you it's so really you're making good. like bars yeah yeah yummy yummy okay So it's a glass dish with a lid. It I didn't like dates at the time. I know I didn't as a kid either. I was like,
1: But now as an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Very tasty.
0: Um, and not and no one else ate them. So my mom had them all to herself, but it was her favorite. So that's like my mom and almond roca. Hmm. My mom fucking loves almond roca. And I still don't really like it. That like English toffee type flavor is not my favorite. Yeah. Although I do love peanut brittle, but that's because I love peanuts really about the peanuts, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. So good. I have your Grammy's recipe for that. I think.
1: Right. I love prunes. I'm like an old man trapped in a. What's happened? Prunes since I was a kid. Oh, they're so good. No thanks. Okay, well, I'm just saying.
0: You can have them all to yourself, just like Aaron's mom. Fiber
1: keeps you regular.
0: I don't have any problems.
1: I know. know? Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Because you eat your
0: prunes. (laughs) When Nana died, Mom got the candy dish. Oh, that's cute. So she could continue on. My mom gave me some beautiful crystal uh, because she's been purging her home of things she doesn't want as she prepares to move. And we have that beautiful bowl and like serving dishes. We're very fancy now. Okay, last thing. At my grandparents, my dad's parents, when I was a kid, there were so many of us kids that had to sit in the kitchen at the kids' table. Oh, the kids' table. Ours was always a foldable card table. Mm. And foldable chairs where the adults were at like a legitimate wood table with proper wood, you know, regular
1: kitchen chairs. They would sit at the established table. Yours could be knocked over at any time if you guys acted up. A
0: gust of wind, someone's sitting down incorrectly, boom, whole thing goes over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, always. Okay. Which was fun. So she enjoyed the kids table, but we always wanted to be with the adults. I was the oldest grandchild. So I was the first to move in with the adults. I remember when that started happening, when we started, you know, being pulled away from the kids' table into the—we don't have a kids' table anymore, actually.
1: So long, losers! You're like, I'm out of here. Well, I was
0: one of the baby. Well, I guess you know Matthew and Tyler were younger than right. me too, but Nickel would have been the first. I remember
1: that happening. That's mm-hmm. a that's an interesting memory to think back upon.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Funny, funny.
1: Yeah, I felt pretty good about it. We had there was uh, we were all the cousins, mm-hmm. but there was an age difference. There was like the first set of cousins. There mm-hmm. was four of us, and then the the others. <laughs> You know mm-hmm. and they were younger mm-hmm. and we we're like Ugh, we can't play with them they, they 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 don't really understand you know like
0: who are these cousins who's
1: well who so there's pj chrissy myself and my sister you guys are all That's around the four. same age
0: but then you have and then like, the others
1: you know they came oh, after us okay like but there's an age like gap Margie's and <laughs> yeah yeah eric and <laughs> uh, uh joe alex yeah you know uh, simon yeah uh, you know they're like Funny. the others but they're all younger or not that much younger but you know you're like oh i'm going to the adult table see what are <laughs> losers yeah i'm just kidding
0: it's funny i we, love them we had um so it was mainly almost all of the cousins were around nick and i's age
1: Jean jametsu and benjamin did i mention them
0: no but them too yeah. well i thought of them when we were Sorry. talking about them but i was like they're younger but they're still like simone's age aren't they uh
1: no they're older than like sim Ingrid's? sim is the youngest mm. he's more like uh
0: because well, kai is the youngest yeah but anyway we had um so my group, like around my age, like Nicole, Matthew, Tyler, and I, and then my even my cousin, Amanda. And um, and then my mom's, because my mom's the baby of hers, then her, my cousins on that side were way older. Okay. Like uh, Justin and Jeremy, I want to say Justin was like four years older than Nick, which would make him like eight years older than me or so. And then Jeremy was like four years, you know, so everybody's like way, way older. And because my grandma, so my dad's mom, When she was 18, Hmm. her mom had Romy. Okay. Her baby boy. And I think he might've been an accident, but he was the only boy. So there's four girls and then there's Roman. So yay, we finally got a boy.
1: So he got his hair brushed all the time.
0: Totally. But that huge age gap meant that he was closer to to my dad's age. Yes. Because my grandma had my dad at like, let's say like 19 or 20 or something. So very young, got married at 18, had a baby and- So, his kids, Roman's kids, were just like a couple years older than Nick. So, we had these like weird, so ours almost like went straight through. We never had like a big gap.
1: Um, I think that's the cool part about having a large family is mm -hmm. that, you know, there's more continuity. People know each other a little bit more. Um, Yeah. We also had one other cousin I forgot uh, Miguel. Miguel from Portugal. The
0: Portuguese. Yeah. The Portuguese. They speak French so clear. Yes. It's so much easier for me to la, understand. Oh, la happened. monsieur. You always say the same thing in yeah, the, that's how, good, come? how
1: Carlos talks.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Very rounded. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, it's very yeah. Very easy to understand. He came over. He showed up in the cousin crew, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an early age. And we're like, whoa, whoa, we've got a Portuguese cousin. Whoa.
0: Is he about PJ's age?
1: Uh, Miguel is. I um, don't know. Uh, a year older than me. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, I think or the same age as me. I'm not sure.
0: I got to meet him when we went out to uh see your family and we had like the this big bonfire yeah. and i got to meet everybody and lisa yeah lisa was all the city.
1: extended family the saint louis clan you know
0: everybody and i felt very tall very tall some
1: of them are tall some of them are short most of the women are very short very short the men uh lisa regular was height. like
0: ah, oh, my buddy his cousin lisa is very tall too yeah. so it was yeah it was fun okay um that was last, a family tangent Wow, that was we went on a whole tangent so talking about the kids table she was the oldest grandchild, child, so the first to move up with the adults. The first year was almost magical sitting with the adults because it was fancy plates and more options and adult conversations. Mm-hmm. It's so funny when you're a kid, how much you want to just like grow up and be an adult. And then as soon as you're an adult, you're like, I was sold a bill of goods that I I did not want. This is, This is not acceptable. The stress level, the responsibility. No, thanks. I was in awe. The next year, It was not as novel. Plus, it was my cousin Darcy's year to move up. Anyways, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hugs, Aaron, the awesome Toronto contributor. That is amazing. Oh, okay. Remember last time, we had a email from someone who offered to send photos from Japan.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes.
0: They have updated the access so we can get in. Okay. Oh. Dono this is yen. Oh. How cool. Okay, f- let me read the thing again because this was the email from before. It said, just saw your most recent OTDM podcast. You asked for pics of Japan. Here you go. There's too many pictures to attach, so I shared a Google Drive link instead. It says, I think you asked, but, you know, if I'm wrong, you're not wrong. This is very cool. Wow.
1: Japanese money.
0: My good friend rocio goes crazy for different monies i'm gonna have to send her this picture she's gonna lose her mind wow very Very cool cool.
1: like a temple or something Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm looking at but it looks cool is that a restaurant
0: this is autumn festival okay that also um is uh asakusa yeah asakusa i don't know what that means autumn festival this is a oh a dinner Like where you get it from the vending machine, I think.
1: Oh, cool. We were just talking about that the other Mm -hmm. day. I think there should be more vending machines that are all-inclusive like that.
0: Yeah, look at all the foods. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have more and more vending machines. I don't know if anybody else has felt, felt this way. When you travel, you'll see at the airports now, there's more vending machines with just things that make sense like the vending machines that make the coffee for you like froth the milk and shoot it out just like we've had those forever like in the hospitals especially i remember when i worked in the hospital we had one there but they've got those for like costa coffee in um, our austin airport and then they'll have like cupcakes next to it or you know but i think they should have more like breakfast sandwiches and things
1: yeah hot pockets hot pocket pizzas
0: yep you can just you know
1: order it and it shows up it, yep. comes out of a flat little even if the chefs are on the other side of this wall the mm-hmm. vending machine wall i don't think i need to walk up to a counter
0: no that's the thing it's 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 simple oh beautiful i love it this is amazing it says
1: i want to go to japan so bad i
0: know it's at the top of our list it's from miyajima ferry mm-hmm. oh cool i actually not that this is in any way related to this don't not pretending that this is like i went to japan but recently i got my hair uh done and my hairstylist chrissy who's the bomb.com and yes we're still saying that she used this uh new shampoo conditioner from japan that's amazing mm. i think it's called um misabon Misa m-i-s-a-b-o-n i could be wrong but um anyway so she gave me some little testers because i was like well to use it once and be like oh it's amazing isn't doesn't do it justice i need to use it a few times and i have used it for the past like few days and it's been amazing my hair feels like butter nice that's beautiful okay oh milbon m-i-l-b-o-n i I knew it would come back to me if i just like let my brain relax okay and last photo there's a ton of these thank you for sending i'm excited to look through them but this is a beautiful one of hiroshima castle essentially you're on the water and there's like this stone wall and these beautiful trees and then Oh. essentially what you would think of when you think of like a an asian type of a castle where the roof medieval peaks castle go up yeah
1: or medieval japanese like mm-hmm. 14th century like a pagoda type man i want i can't imagine living like beautiful humans are so we've gone through so many different eras i can't imagine being living in any other era other than ours because obviously i haven't but you look at like whether it's elizabethan or whether it's the 1400s or uh, you know 1000 BC you yeah. know like we've there's so many different eras and I I just can't wrap my head around being in those cultures but I, I would certainly if I could get a time machine if anyone has a time machine out there I'd like to borrow it um, <laughs> I could certainly see myself being the ultimate tourist and going and checking out everything I'm so curious like we have social norms that
0: oh I know we
1: live in a time where these are the norms mm-hmm. but it it hasn't always been that way and no. maybe the respect for life or like the belief systems that people live under
0: even just the connectivity i think of today yeah which has changed things because it allows for what we're doing right now for all of us to converse about things and to share traditions and to talk about it like even um, our good friends alexa and matt went to japan yeah. and i've shared this before probably but she talked about how silly she felt having to ask for a napkin and they legitimately went into the bathroom and gave her paper towels because it's traditional in japan for women to have like their own
1: everyone brings their own serviette
0: yeah it's like a i said what is it like and she goes it's kind of like a washcloth you know it's like her best descriptor of it and she goes so (laughs) the next day she took a washcloth from their hotel because she didn't know what and she felt very foolish asking for you know but she was like there's no garbage anywhere people are so respectful anyway we're so, it's so much easier for us to get around nowadays. And we're so much more connected and people just do it more. Cause even growing up, like people could fly places and I had friends that traveled and stuff, but it just wasn't, I don't know if it was not a priority or maybe it's because of how I was raised. I don't know. Did you travel a lot as a kid? I'd love to hear your stories, but we didn't, we like camped. And we took one main trip. Our big trip was when I was six or seven, we went down to Disneyland. and That was the first time I flew on a plane and that was like a huge deal. Yeah. And now we do it all the time. Like you and I fly like a well, before COVID, like a gazillion times a year, whether it's to see family or for work, we travel a lot. And I don't even, not that I don't think anything of it, but it's not as big of a deal as like when I was six, I was like, Oh my God, I'm
1: going on a plane. Right.
0: You know, um, so I think that moves things forward and also changes traditions and just ways that we are. Oh, certainly.
1: I think that when I was a kid, the idea that like how locked up Russia was or mm-hmm. the, the USSR, mm-hmm. where the cultures were were so uh, isolated, like mm-hmm. American culture and Russian culture. And there was a, a cold war that was and happening. And
0: the Iron Curtain.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and, and basically, you always heard about Russians. And I'm sure there was movies that perpetuated these stereotypes, but like Russians would come to America as, you know, part of a, I don't know, a math competition or a chess competition. Mm -hmm. And and then they'd, they'd want, you know, Levi's jeans. (laughs) Yeah, you even heard it, I I think as recently in the office, Michael Mm -hmm. said that the kid-
0: They had a a foreign exchange student and he stole all of his Levi's jeans. And he's like, I had to spend the whole winter in shorts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, nowadays, uh, for the most part, the world is, we're global and that happened during my lifetime from when i was a youth mm-hmm. to now um we've we've truly gone global where you can which is wild it is you can go anywhere uh, you know there are Within certain like
0: i mean also you might not want to go into like a war torn area but some people but if do you that to. but some people do they they like uh, what do they call it thrill travel where they like to go to places that are like super dangerous or they like to do like the
1: haunted tour things of like i recently saw a comedian i forget his name i feel bad he was on a podcast mm-hmm. Oh. it's okay okay so he said that because he's uh, a bit of a cheapskate and he also doesn't make a lot of money as a comedian but he's more so as a cheapskate he waits until there's calamity and then he books a trip to that region because what are the odds of it happening twice so
0: also no one wants to go there so it's exactly super
1: cheap. so they're really hungry for your business he's like tsunami great he calls up you know like i'll
0: be there in three weeks yeah
1: boat, volcano <laughs> Sure enough, as soon as the volcano, you know, uh, subsides, once it's under control, I want to go. He he goes and he books usually like a day or two after the big disaster happens.
0: Wow, that's interesting.
1: It's ruthless, that but, is, but, he but he gets the. But a good
0: deal. Well, even remember when COVID was happening, we were going to bring your dad out for his birthday because he's yeah. having a big birthday, and the ticket prices went from like <laughs> a regular like six hundred dollars or whatever down to like one fifty, and I was right. like, Sean, buy it, Sean, buy it, and you are like, I think things are going to close, and they did.
1: Yeah. He would have been trapped in the United States.
0: Yeah, worse things could I would happen. have been fine with it, but yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure he would have been antsy. Probably. Having to listen to me prattle on for...
0: Prattle, addle, addle.
1: But yeah. Uh, the, the idea of traveling, um, I'm just, I, I'm so enamored with different cultures and I'm curious about everything, food yeah, and how people behave in different places. I probably would get myself in a little bit of trouble because I'm a little, uh, a little rough around the edges, but... I I just I want to go out and I want to see and if I had a lot of time on the clock which you know we're all counting down the moments right but if I had like a hundred years I would travel the earth first I would see everything I could see but then hopefully there'd be a time machine I'd be able to start traveling to different eras because that to me is it's kind of exciting. I don't know if you'd, you'd want to see different eras. <laughs> like, go touristing into different, you know, time. I mean, maybe. All we have now is Renaissance fairs, and you know those are bogus, right?
0: <sighs> okay. First of all, it's not at all where I thought you were, were going to go, like, intergalactic. And I was like, I already told you I'm not going to space.
1: I would definitely, but, like, be a space tourist. Just not, I don't want to be on the first couple of flights. why
0: would you want to go, like, okay. I get, like, seeing things in a different era would be kind of cool, but I have many concerns. Number one, communication. If you're going back in time there's no way for you to there you time travel good luck you can't get a hold of anybody
1: well i don't, I don't from know your current that. timeline how's that know. gonna work where well i'm no scientist but where are
0: the cell towers sean they don't exist what i would do second
1: is i would take a campbell soup can and i would put it on one string. side of the like outside of my uh, time machine and i would uh, tie a string to the outside of my time machine and when it took off and then, Pretty sure then wherever up. i landed with the time machine and then i would i would put a, another can at that end mm-hmm. and then we could talk katie <laughs> i've made it to the other side katie
0: so there's that the communication component and then the health component because people died from a lot of random things back then because oh, there yeah. frankly was not mm, the tools nor the sanitized. like i went to johnson johnson headquarters and they were talking about how People would prefer, so 50% of people used to die from having surgery and doctors with the dirtier coats were thought to have been better because it meant that they'd operate on more people. And I was like,
1: (laughs) what? gross. Yeah. Oh my God. He's he's got some blood smear on his shirt. This is a good doctor. Gross. Yeah.
0: No wonder people died 50% of the time. You'd be lucky to get the doctor nobody wanted because his jacket was clean. That's
1: why I hate ties because ties are just like they're filthy a,
0: you got to wash your ties yeah. um but yeah that's why i wouldn't want to go back
1: mm. well nothing a z-pack couldn't fix I'd, i would just i would fill the time machine with a bunch of z-pack <laughs> i'd make it rich back in wherever so i we went don't to. break a
0: bone or sprain an ankle i guess you just hobble a blah back
1: you hobble your way back to that time machine right quick mm-hmm. but what if i'm just saying like this isn't hg wells you get mm-hmm. inside the time machine woo, 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 it does it's like a uh, flashy thing <laughs> what if it's just a button on your eye watch you know or maybe you just put headsets on you know maybe that's what the metaverse becomes you go back in time that way
0: that sounds safer also we have so much to see in this world now that i'm stoked to do so i'm just gonna stay here okay i'm staying in this timeline i'm happy with my
1: timeline right you know uh, couples when they get old sometimes they uh, they they spend time apart mm-hmm. you know well i'm gonna spend half my year in i don't know sedona arizona because i'm sick of being in in uh, Ontario, because it's I cold. I don't think
0: old people do that. I think people who aren't happy in their marriages do that.
1: mm Yeah.
0: I've only had friends and family that have done that, that don't like each other.
1: Right, right, right. Fair enough. I was going to say that uh, one person, you know, I'm going to go spend time in uh, the 1930s. And
0: <sighs> I mean, if you so desire, by yeah. all means, honey.
1: I think that's what the promise of the metaverse is, that you just, instead of watching TV, you just tune out. And
0: yeah, I just don't, I worry about the, the mental health of that. Mm-hmm. I, don't worry. I'm not going to deal with any of my problems. I'm going to go into another universe. <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: I I uh, I haven't really explored it that much, it's have like you?
0: Dwight when he creates my second second life, Remember right? It? He's like he's even f- removed farther from reality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's be honest. Dwight is already removed from reality. So. He really
0: is, but that's why we love him. He's hilarious. No.
1: Okay, well that was a weird tangent. It's just okay. some things I think about. You know, things we tourism. think about.
0: Ta-da. Like,
1: you got me thinking about intergalactic tourism, Katie.
0: And, Ooh.
1: Uh, it's just so far to get anywhere else, you know, like you get in a spaceship and it's like, Oh, we get, are we there yet? I like how
0: you pretend that we've been in a spaceship and we're so annoyed with the time. I think it's, my mom is so funny. She frankly doesn't want to go to Europe because she doesn't like being in a plane for that long. She's like, I can't imagine like, well, have you flown first class? I haven't, but I'm assuming it's better that way. And she's like, I just don't like flying that
1: long. I still can't believe that. Uh, How first class is when you fly with—is it Emirates Uh with a shower? I mean, granted they they give you a time limit. Oh, it's only a ten-minute shower, but pretty
0: luxurious, amazing. Also, just the beds. I remember when we were flying to Australia, Vidcon offered to fly me first class, but you would have had to fly coach, and I was like, how much to upgrade Sean to first class? And it was like thousands of dollars, and I was like, fuck. So we both flew
1: business class, which was no, it wasn't business class. It was
0: economy plus don't get it twisted oh it's economy plus
1: i didn't feel bad though because matt pat and stuff were sitting right next to us and i was like they're they did well the they same did the thing. same
0: who in their right mind as the creator the talent right. is going to put their co like we do things together like i don't exist without you know that's you. when i
1: found out he's a maniac by the way oh i didn't God. know him yet
0: that was our first time of really meeting them we became fast friends but hit the amount of diet coke he drinks
1: yeah i looked over and uh buddy is uh he he was firing those off because it's a self-serve little fridge in the plane you just walk up and grab whatever you want and he was i don't know if he was editing or watching video he was just like all over his computer and she was asleep yeah
0: she was asleep and he was like pounding the the diet coke yeah super nice people but yeah then we met them at breakfast and then we started chitty chatting and and we became travel buddies, we called it, because we'd always end up at the like the baggage claim or at the airport and be like, hey, <laughs> you're here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, super fun. Okay, well, it's time for dinner. I know we have other letters to get to. Don't worry. We will get to them. We didn't forget you.
1: What are the uh, the mission uh, directives that you have for the I've audience? I've said
0: things throughout.
1: What was it, Katie? Do I remember? don't
0: remember. Did you write it Recipes,
1: traditions. Yet?
0: Yeah, any uh, cultures. I don't know. I don't remember. I just said it, and if you got it, then you send it in. Or if you have a funny story that you want to share, something funny that happened to you, or something maybe not so funny, I share some of my annoyances with things like the TSA, making me walk down a ziggy-zaggy, back out the ziggy-zaggy, into a new ziggy-zaggy. Unacceptable.
1: I would like to know. That's what grinds my gears. If there's something from your past, an Mm -hmm. object. Mm Mm-hmm. That for whatever reason it pops into your mind on a regular basis let's say every like six months or so, but it's from a long time ago when you were a kid let's say okay but it's something that keeps showing back up what is that object and why do you think it keeps showing up so for me it's funny because you mentioned candy dish uh-huh. earlier candy
0: uh, dish
1: for some do reason around the holidays i always remember this piece of wood that was like this polished beautiful bowl mm-hmm. but it was like a, a weird piece of wood mm-hmm. it was at my grandparents house and i remember that the nuts that would be in the bowl and the nut crackers mm. and there was also the pick to get the the walnut yep. out of the shell yep but I, for some reason i remember the pattern of the wood the beautiful bowl then it's just this thing that's seared into my brain
0: I have a lot of those things though. Like I have two that come to mind right away. Number one is, and this is because I found it on sale online. in this like vintage store that I like for like $280, which was ridiculous because I had it growing up and it was stupid and I didn't understand why we had it in the house. It was a, it was like wires and this like wood or faux wood little chunk in the middle and attached to it were glass grapes so it looked like a bunch of grapes Hmm. but it was made like it was like a decorative piece I remember having to dust that thing and I hated that thing and we got rid of it at some point
1: if it was me I would have secretly broke it (gasps) I was dusting it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I wouldn't laugh the evil laugh. I would just be like,
0: oh. It's like why you ran over the cord when you were mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I would dust that thing and be like, It's so stupid. And then I was looking at that site and they had it. So we had a green grapes and these were purple ones. Same, look the fucking same, same annoying shit. And they wanted like $285. And I was like, Hell to the no. But it made me laugh i said it to my mom i was like oh my god mommy should have saved those and she goes i should have i sold them at the garage sale for like a dollar
1: isn't that weird when you see something out of your childhood in the in its present form mm-hmm. uh, there's yep. those glasses that have and you guys might remember this if you live in north america i'm pretty sure everyone had these in their house at the time after this i'll let you go stick around for this one real quick <laughs> these were glasses that on them had the uh the artwork from cards so you had the heart You had the uh, diamond, the club, and the spade. Mm -mm. You didn't have those those glass cups with that on it? No, we had glass
0: cups that had like yellow and orange designs. Oh, yeah. Either floral or it was like a guy riding a horse and you're like, what was this? Mm. Or, you know, some kind of 70s-esque design
1: sevenies were a great era for like weird flourishes
0: my mom had those plates and those cut forever yeah like it wasn't until she moved into the new house many many moons ago now that she got rid of those other plates
1: as someone who lives in in north america who mm-hmm. grew up here oftentimes not oftentimes um, sometimes i'd encounter something at someone else's house or in my family's house and i was like oh that's from the old world and be like oh that's from france or oh, okay. or that's uh you know uh, my parents are uh, swiss you know or whatever yeah. and but it would be like something that just looked a little older a and little a, more ornate
0: a different design yeah and
1: you're, you're like wow it. how cool that thing is like a couple of hundred years old you know yeah
0: that's like my grandma got this butter dish and i don't know the full story but it was like either a family member from Poland had sent it to her, or she found it somewhere, and it said it was from Poland. I think someone sent it to her, but she like that butter dish was like all it was about. She was like, "This is from where our people are from," you know. And I was like, "Grandma, remember I did twenty three and me, and she was like,
1: <laughs> but things from the old world, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, it it anchors you, yep, and much to that same or along that sentiment I think that these little things that keep popping up into our memories Mm -hmm. you know I I think that's what anchors you it tethers you to the past and it it just gives you a. mm.
0: well memories are I think it's just a memory anchor it's interesting it's like things that you see things that you smell songs you're like oh I remember when you know
1: there's a smell that every once in a while I'll come across Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of kindergarten or Mm -hmm. pre-kindergarten I'm sorry not even kindergarten pre-maternelle maternelle I think so anyways Mm -hmm. um and i don't know if it was a cleaner that they used but every once in a while and i haven't smelt it in a couple of years but you made me think of it Mm -hmm. this smell just throws me back into this hallway i i remember it
0: that's like the smell of powdered soap it always reminds me of like third or fourth grade like when you have to push up the thing and it comes and you're like put a little water and you got to get it going
1: it's very exfoliating i never had the powdered soap we always had that pink stuff oh yeah i don't like that Someone like that at all. Yeah. Okay. Anyways,
0: okay, we've gotten off on a tangent. We have more letters. We will get through them next week. We love you. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next time.
1: Don't forget to send in your stories about things from Please. the past that pop up in your we head. We
0: want your stories. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.